Oh yeah! Thank you, Bad Mary, for that too sweet play-in. Welcome all you four-color funny book aficionados. This is U.S. Comics Cast, your HQ for all things comic book related. I'm John Rivera, the CEO and co-founder of U.S. Comics. And that makes me your hybrid panda, the COO and co-founder of U.S. Comics and the co-host of U.S. Comics cast, Charlie Boom Boom Rivera. Happy comic book day. I know of a, a certain young lady that lives within the U.S. Comics hierarchy who is straight up coming to you with a lawsuit but you know what charlie we'll leave legalities aside and i will as well wish you a happy comic book day how the hell are you well i've been better i've been better and i don't want to start off on a a sour note i don't want to start off coming at people with anything but either wild optimism or crushing depression but instead take out your salt shaker because fucking space jam is the worst fucking movie i've ever forced myself for some reason to watch it's not a topic today i don't want to fucking talk about it don't see it it is worse than anything I've ever subjected you to for the show. It is a pile of absolute excrement. The fucking same way that that piece of shit show that ran for a hundred seasons, Big Bang Theory, would make a reference and pretend it was a joke. This movie did it for a fucking two hour runtime. Fuck them. I don't care that it was a children's movie. I hope they burn in hell. I'm gonna go ahead and pluck charlie out of the fire of the fire of hate um my question to you really simply is when you when you proverbially popped that cassette into the vcr yeah did you sit back with your microwavable popcorn and your tall cup of pop and say Mm-mm, this is gonna be just dynamite i can't wait good golly no, I it's no, I'm, I no, do it no, for you. No, you didn't people. do that. I do it for you. Because you are a sensible adult human man. I did it for the people. What, I what, thought what maybe did you it was going to be a topic. I thought it was maybe going to be a topic. There's all sorts of superhero bullshit in it, except it is the fucking. I mean, if you thought Jupiter's legacy lacked something, fucking enjoy that being the greatest thing ever by direct comparison. But I don't want to fucking talk about it. I'm just letting you know it's off the table. All I'm going to say is the level of expectation going into Jupiter's Legacy as opposed to Space Jam 2 are wildly different. They're just very, very... In in that regard, you are great. I heard there are different planets in Space Jam 2 that have like, you know, DC planet and this planet and that planet. Um... The, that basically those two levels of expectation should reside You're... on different planets. I will say this: when I read that, because that was as far as my connection went, <laughs> uh, I thought, "How blatantly are you going to abuse Ready Player One?" Like the the fresh insults of Ready Player Two, 
had not yet washed off of me before this blatant battle royale-esque ripoffication uh happened. I was like, hey, you know what, we'll uh at, at, we'll go at ahead least, and let it at go. At least but, ready player one and two don't like hire random like bad birthday actors to play characters you know that piece of garbage but how are you man what's going on in your life uh, this week i'm just gonna go ahead and do a little dip because uh you know today was one of those days my brother this smile totally fake Slap uh, for our listening audience that smile you're hearing <laughs> fake special effects cgi just trash what a very expensive cgi (laughs) all i can say is this so i mean if whomever is watching this uh or if it ends up carrying over to the audio i apologize for any technical difficulties they are clearly 100 on me no you know what they're not on me they're on a certain organization that's out there that provides internet and television and phone services. I don't like to publicly bash companies. I think that's bad business across the board. So I'll just, I don't know, we'll, we'll mix up something out of the blue. We'll call it Schmoptimum Flawline. So Schmoptimum um, really gave it to me with gusto today. Like it was prom night, and that wasn't even my date. That was the oh, no. level of just unrequested fornication that i got today uh my internet so right now i am operating on a hot spot situation we're running off of my phone so we'll 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 throw it up to the the gods hopefully let's see what happens uh if not charlie might be coming to you with a solo show finally just lie to me about it like you went bad Hundreds of thousands of people tune in. (laughs) They're like, finally, the dead weight's off the show. The best case scenario for me at this point would just be like, if I could just whip out my calculator and Miss Minutes could jump on and I could pop into a different reality and, you know, uh, push the variant version of myself that's hanging around that that, uh, reality aside, then maybe we'd be in business because my topic that I want to talk about clearly that we should be talking about was the undeniably too soon wrap-up of season one of Loki on Disney+. Plus. So they Charlie, go ahead that... and throw that spoiler warning up. Bam! Let's <laughs> talk Loki! Oof, the horny one himself, boy. I mean, he uh, was horny. He took masturbation uh, to a whole new level. Frenching hey, himself. It is sex with someone you love. <laughs> Don't matter what what it looks like. Don't matter if the lights are off, sucker. What are you We're doing this weekend? Charlie. Be like, me and my variant are going to spend some alone time. <laughs> well, here's the funny thing about it. And, I, and I, I put this right out there. We often joke, both here and in our private lives, uh, between us, that Charlie is indeed like a clone of me. <laughs> like we have a shared brain. And I've rolled with this theory, you know, joking, but secretly believing it for many, many years till Loki. So like about five minutes into Loki, I'm like, Charlie's not a clone of me. We're not sharing a brain like a Steve Martin movie. He's my variant. This Charlie is, is my Sophie running around town. <laughs> 
And that's the reason why we're often on the same page. This is we a long way out. to travel yes. to say you want to make out. <laughs> and I'm down. I'm down. It's 2021. Let's get weird. Uh, I got to do it, man. Throw the thumb Give up. Me a little more I, warm up. I know it's a season. I need your official voting. I assume you're going one way, but let's do it. Let's make it official. I mean, you're making jokes about making out with your own brother, so you don't know which way I'm going. But, yeah, That's we'll true. make it official. Ready? Three, um, two. Old Caesar. Uh, oh, it's somehow two thumbs three up. thumbs up. I didn't like it that much. I just liked it. Wow. I was actually pretty disappointed. I, 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 I really... I, I hated I, I the it. I hated the nerd for nerds ending. I love that it's like a clerk's movie because that last episode is just people talking for 20 minutes and then they make the Loki's fight because they were like, we need action beats. Some people don't listen to dialogue. You two hit each other with swords for no fucking reason. Then have a kiss no one asked for. But I thought them going with that direction, they wrote themselves into an expectation that it was just going to be another Loki. And then they're like, nope, here's a new character that's going to be around for years and years. And the acting is fucking stellar. But to end a season by introducing the villain was like, a, I, it, was a, it, was, it was a choice. And I'm excited for the future. But it felt like a part one of season one conclusion as opposed to a proper season one. But you loved it? Was it just because you know, the performances were so crazy? We we spoke about well, for me it was really twofold. Um we've spoken about some of these, not some of these, all of these Marvel properties being bridge properties. So for that reason, I often will go into a a, a series on, on Disney Plus if it's a Marvel series, expecting it to be a one-off. I don't expect it to be like 18 seasons. People were like very jammed up about the fact that, oh, we're not going to get a season two of WandaVision. Uh-huh. No, you're not. What the hell? Where would they go with that? It's no longer WandaVision. It's now something else. That that story has, you know, literally left town. Yeah. So a lot of these. Just attached to White Vision. It's definitely going to show up fucking somewhere. All of them, all of them thus far have been bridges to the next thing. Now, obviously, again, spoiler warning uh, is really going to earn its namesake here. Um, the stinger after the, the credits, if you stuck around, so everyone stick around always. Giant um, stamp. Was, in just in, was just in essence that there's going to be a season two. Now, clearly, Loki's got some things going to be going on. We're going to see him here. We're going to see him there. We're going to see him everywhere. So that season two is going to be coming after, I would assume, the events of Doc Strange 2 and this, that, and the other thing. So there's there's going to be literal time and figurative time that goes by before we see him in season two. Not that time matters when you're working with the TVA. Just I, punching that clock. You're like, were you late today? Doesn't matter. Yeah, it's doesn't not, really matter. Not in this. Earth. I will say that when he like runs up to them and they do the like, uh, I almost said quantum leap, but that's not the right show. But like the sliders ending where they're like, the fuck are you? Um, I thought that was particularly like, oh, no, everything's changed. And the statue being in like a costume accurate uh, kind of wardrobe was just so awesome. 
Uh, just real quick, we are live. Uh, I have no idea what Ellis is talking about in the chat. He uh, he asked me if I'm doing step, like the dance step. You got to clarify. Our comment section normally comes with a fire. He's just asking weird questions. What? Hey, boy, I have lost my audio for you. So oh, no. I'm going to go ahead and try to rectify this situation. Just nod. Go ahead, please, and regale the people with some nonsense. I shall. Uh, for me, again, I really, really did like Loki. Uh, I thought it was I, I, I thought it was very, very good. In the comment section, tell me where you felt. But again, that natural story progression, it's just not something you do. Now, the... the fan in me the fan in me almost insists that it almost insists that we look at these things differently because marvel tv is clearly choosing a much different path marvel tv is setting itself up to be this new thing so should we be looking at it as seasons or is it a part one part two scenario did i have the wrong expectation because for a mid-season finale, like The Walking Dead does with their epic long seasons, this served wonderfully as a, like, now everything's different. Here's the big bad. Now that we've introduced them, we can have a payoff. So it might just be a level of my expectations being set up incorrectly. Um, but again, the acting alone gets this, you know, three and a half out of four stars, in my opinion. I don't see how anyone could possibly even argue it. Again, please let us know in the comment section, uh, wherever you're watching the show. If you agree or disagree, I would love to correct you. John, am I back audio-wise for you? Oh, maybe not. I thought he gave me the go-ahead. Uh, some things I absolutely loved, but I, I, or I really, really liked about Loki with still being left wanting more was really more time with the other Lokis. I think this... What was it, six episodes? Easily you could have made it. It either should have been three episodes or it should have been nine episodes because I would have loved more time with those other Lokis, seeing their world, seeing what destruction they did or did not do. And I wonder if it had some of the same issues that Winter Soldier, Falcon and the Winter Soldier had. Because in Falcon and the Winter Soldier, we know giant chunks of that script were changed because of COVID. Uh, I wonder if the filming schedule was kind of modified because of COVID for Loki. Uh, it just feels like... Uh, I don't know. I don't know if you can hear me. Hopefully you can. I can. Again, both literally and figuratively. Uh, no, I, I, I don't think that's the case. This came off to me as a show that was intricately put together keeping in mind not just the narrative that they wanted to get across of the in between like the informational wedge that uh, uh that we got for like oh well what happened to Loki when blank 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 um but also as well as this is now next level stuff as far as I'm concerned even more so than WandaVision Loki sets up this next phase the entire phase quite literally for, for Marvel Loki so, changed so everything. It was it was sweet lady Loki, um, who I have to imagine well, they're just gonna transition. Sweet lady Loki, sweet lady Loki, as she'll commonly be known now. Um, she was she was the Loki that we were introduced to with Thor and with you know with the events of Avengers. She was douche Loki. Yeah, which well, she was one a might real... argue. 
is the most Loki that you can be, except with the ex with the only exception being alligator Loki. That's that's, that's right. like I mean, the, alligator alpha the, the alpha level. Yep, the one in charge. A lot of I people say. might say uh, uh, Kermit the Frog, Bib wearing old Loki. That's that's alpha Loki. Nah, you're nah. wrong. If you if you're not a dinosaur Loki. Because that's what alligators and crocodiles are. Are you even they, a Loki? Everybody else is beneath you. Like you're Fact. a Loki light. You're Loki-esque. I will say who I suspect is going to become the Enchantress, uh, like as far as like what she'll transition her name into. Um, Sweet Lady Loki is kind of the Karen Loki as well. Because she was like, I want to fucking talk to the manager. No matter what, I stole this joke. But Loki Karen <laughs> is uh, surprisingly the best looking karen of all time uh no offense to the karen my friend is married to uh but overall again i don't want but she's anyone... not a she's not a literal karen though she's that's true she happens to be she's her christian name is is karen so that's correct there's a big difference uh for for a lot of people and and you know i am the comic book nerd uh, uh, uh encyclopedia for a lot of my friends at least you know they, they won't admit their nerditude but um, I have a guy got a lot of messages as people were watching it a lot of times in real time. What's this? What's that? Who is this person? Blah, blah, blah. And um, a lot of people were thrown off by, well, he who remains, let's call him oh, Jonathan yeah. Majors, who, who, who we, by the we way, just finished holy shit. falling in love with for. Look, when th when they said when they gave out the cast actually for Ant-Man yeah. that Jonathan Majors was going to be playing Kang the Conqueror, I even as a person who lauded his performance uh, um in what you call it in uh, uh help me out uh, the series uh, um, HBO in Lo Lovecraft Country with Chatulu, thank you. Lovecraft Country. His turn in Lovecraft Country was dope. The show was dope. That was one of those adaptations that I also went into. I'm like, mm, I don't know, but let's see. And I loved it. Uh, when they said, okay, he's going to be playing Kang. A uh, Krang. Kang. 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 Not Krang. Krang is Ninja Krang. Turtles. Although, I mean, fucking side He could pull up. it off. Sign he could up. pull it off. He wouldn't so even Kang the Conqueror was going to be uh, that Jonathan, Jonathan Majors was going to be playing him. And then all of a sudden, there he is popped up. And I had heard some rumblings. Uh, credit, credit where credit's due. Uh, Carl, the uh, the local tech guy, that was one of the theories he threw out there. And it came to us through friend Justin. Uh, and he was spot on. And my reaction to his uh, prediction was Charlie's reaction. Like, that would be dumb. I could definitely see it. It makes sense. But if you ha read the textbook of storytelling, you can't introduce a character in the third arc much less the last episode and say like oh this was all this guy like you needed not breadcrumbs you needed like he needed to be the butler in the first scene if you're going to bring him back at this point now here's the thing i would say this and my rebuttal to myself and now to my variant charlie is this he's not kang the conqueror he's pete jones He's not Kang the Conqueror. He's Kang the Conqueror. Yeah, Blue-faced for days like he was holding his breath till a Fantastic Four movie came out that mattered. He is coming up. He were going to see him. The guy who we saw in the last episode of Loki 
is he who remains. How He's great is it, though? Variant that, City, baby. But how great is it that now the one thing I didn't think Marvel would do is pull this trigger on, like, well, Kang the Conqueror sometimes is this. Like, they're really playing wonderfully with this idea of in different worlds, in different Earths, in different universes. Sure. The difference can be wild. And again, well, they teased yeah. it with they Why teased not? it with Loki, where they were like Hulk Loki, Alligator Loki. You know, they it's a very fun They didn't tease it, they, they just smashed it. it in your face. And they're it, like, hey, smell it. You like it? Taste it, taste and it. And I was like, I I fucking I do like it. And what I what I think is great for first of all, Jonathan Majors with a name like that. How is there any doubt that he would be the smoothest motherfucker in the galaxy? What a cool Smooth. what a cool he, guy. His turn, it was one of those where, like, you know when you're enjoying something, but you're like, oh, I didn't even know I liked this. <laughs> I was I was straight up, uh, um, like, uh, Pillsbury Doughboying all by myself in the couch. Like, I love this. Ooh. I was loving it. Every line, his delivery was just like, it was just, just, just... It was just great. Almost to the point where I was like, I forgive you, Marvel. I know that you just introduced technically the character in the last minute, and he's the one that did everything. That's fine. Because ultimately, he didn't. I, I, he's I, not He's not the, the big bad moving forward. Uh, uh, Lady Loki, Sylvie, is like, look, I've got to... Uh, I've got a breast pump in between scenes. You're getting stabbed, mother sucker. Yeah. And uh, again, uh, when we very first bitch. saw him, I love her. And, when, <laughs> and when they uh, do the fact that they that they redesigned her costume so that she had easy access to the to the to the baby feeders. Marvel rules. Uh, a Marvel is like they're when getting you have that much money. Book constantly they could have like, cgi out the baby the sword fight i imagine she was actually breastfeeding and they just cgi'd the fucking baby she's just like i don't fuck around what's up the Sylvie, baby son? Sylvie. had its own swords like, I, I, I will say this i was talking to a friend about how i was a little disappointed despite really liking and they were like yeah and fuck sylvie and i grabbed them by the throat and i was like i'll fucking kill you i'll kill you so uh i, mean, I, I am a thing, big like, fan sylvie <laughs> Sylvie is the dick in the story. If you're regaling that story as if it happened to your buddy Pete Joe's down the street, they're like, oh, yeah, and then it's fucking Sylvie. Like, she fucked up. The way that people threw shade at Peter Quill. Yes. When in reality, it kind of wasn't. That Thanos fight could have gone differently in multiple different ways. And I don't ever want to give the opposition in the court fodder but the truth of the matter is that peter probably could you know what i'm saying like so poor poor star lord took a vicious a vicious beating with the nerds across the boards and on top of it, he was like i like jesus like opinion. fuck chris pratt like they really turned on him fast but i think it's because of the thanos thing i will i will <laughs> say though i think anyone and there are some people who are trying to say that because of the choices that they made Ultimately, they wound up not really liking the series overall. And I just call a spade a spade. Those motherfuckers, Ooh. those motherfuckers are 
liars. And I know they're liars because their favorite director is also famously a liar. And that liar. is George Mother Trucking George Toy Lucas, Boy Lucas. You liar. And why? Because Han shot first. Put him up. Salute. Wrong camera. There you go. Knock him back. Don't make me laugh before taking your shot, you piece <laughs> of garbage. My dear brother. Double gulper. My best friend in the multiverse. All variants aside, you will Hello. always be one of my favorite humans. Can you do me a favor? Can you start my time? Charlie, I would say I'll start your time on my phone, but if I ask this poor phone to do one more thing, I think it is going to raise up Fair and enough. smash me in the face. Can you just so, make the uh, sound. I'll do it on my end. Do it. There it is. Uh, <laughs> I, I want to keep going in this positive train. I, I, try, I derailed us a little bit with my hatred for Space Jam. Again, it's just a warning. The only reason I wanted to mention it, it's a warning. Yuck. Um... Peter is it's a like hero. A, like a Wait dangerous a curves ahead. Wait a second. Before my mood can be happy, let's get sour. How dare Ellis in the comment section? Peter Damn is a it, hero Ellis. that allowed Thanos to save the universe with a snap. You suck him of the sucker. And I was Whoa, about there. to compliment you, boy. Let me, let me take that down. Let me take it down. I Try was about it, to compliment his boy Lando. Because Lando is finally getting the justice he deserves. The Damn original straight. actor, the man who even better than Clark Kent, the man of steel himself, can rock a cape anywhere in the galaxy, is now getting a two a two shaded suit because Batman 89 is getting another sequel from the world from the the launching pad that is bat's most famous movie outing if you ask someone like me despite the despite the murder despite killing and whatnot batman 89 one of the absolute uh coolest comic book movies of all time a movie that launched a billion extra nerds the thing that unified the general public with the jay brones the the second film to do it because obviously credit where credit's due superman made us all believe a man could fly batman 89 made us think a guy in a rubber suit could one get laid b fuck up a clown real good he killed a clown batman 89's getting a sequel in comic book form and i couldn't be more excited the original cast being drawn into a four color funny book we're getting two-face as the director intended a black mustachioed two-face sign me up i am so fucking excited now they've done this before with batman we had Batman 66, the comic book, which gave you more and more campy Batman goodness. And now we're the taking Batusi, a oh, shark which, repellent. Which, by the way, uh, before Bomb over your head. when we talk about these dark, dark movies, you have to give some credit to Tim Burton and what he did with Batman. And one of the things that kind of follows that model. He gets all the credit. Agreed. He, he gets all the credit. One really of the does. shows that's like, I'm 50-50 with it. I like some episodes. I hate some episodes. But that show, Titans, had their version of Bruce Wayne do the Batusi. And uh, I was happy for about a week. But, John, initial thoughts. Batman 89, the comic book. Holy crap. Hyped up. Dude, uh, I can't wait. If anyone has seen the advanced visuals, 
It looks tight. It looks drum tight. Um, and again, Ellis is our resident uh, Lando lover. I mean, anything Colt 45 related, uh, I'm always going to defer to Ellis. So I can't imagine who's happier than he is to see our boy getting his two-face turned proper. Um, but I'm so excited to be re-entering that 89 Batman world. Now, it is funny because, as we know, I mean, this is like the worst um the <laughs> the worst kept secret in all of moviedom as far as i'm concerned we know that we're getting bat you know tim burton batman in the upcoming flash so flash if anyone doesn't Ooh! know be ashamed of yourself uh because we've talked about it plenty flash is basically going to be doing for dc what loki and the tva and doctor strange uh, uh you know by proxy are is doing for marvel allowing us to revisit all of this other content and saying hey guys we know you love this shit we love it too guess what it all counts it all matters and even better than that here's some more of that shit you love so we know we're getting that uh the real life batmobile is on set um you know, I'm talking about the Tim Burton nipple yeah. in the middle, rocket in the back. Uh, I'm talking about the bat, the, the 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 quintessential Batmobile, as far as I'm concerned. And uh, now we're getting the continuation of the story, of the 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 movie story that we saw in comic book form. I'm so excited. I I don't remember if I told the story here, but uh, really the really quick version. I'll throw it right back to Charlie. Our cousin Jason. Our law enforcement uh, demagogue, Cousin Jason. Everyone knows the best criminals are the ones that have an understanding of the law. Snuck <laughs> us in as Lil Cheerin, snuck us in to a completely sold out um, uh, showing of Batman. Uh, so we got to see Batman in theaters like it was brand new. It, it still had that new Batmobile smell about the movie. And we're sitting there. It's a total sellout. There were four poor souls. And this was God knows how long ago. They're like, yay, we're going to see Batman. Oh, no, we're not. Oh, there's no seats for us, even though we're holding the tickets. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Must have been clowns. So I got snuck in by our loving cousin to see Batman. But I can't wait. Now, this was right in my wheelhouse, right? This was in that this was in that period of time where, like, okay, now I love Batman. And, yeah. and you know, I, I was kind of, like, veering off of him a bit. But um, well, how, do, how do you feel? I mean, you know, you don't, miss, you don't miss a beat when it comes to the issue. So how excited are you? You know, I, there's something about and I fully admit some of this is just comfort. Sometimes when you look at a landscape as someone who no longer uh, falls into a lot of people's prime demos, um, I, 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 I haven't connected with a Batman book in a while. Um, okay. With a lot of comic books lately, it's felt like they're just going in directions either that are far too familiar to what come before it or so far removed from what i enjoy that i it just becomes almost a burden 
to what read was the it. last comic book what was the last batman book that really clicked on all cylinders for you for charlie probably a, probably court of owls which ironically was part of okay. the new 52 which like everyone hates the new 52 but had bangers yeah, no. the court of owls is one of those things that i'm like that's the movie like just that's how you do a new batman story that doesn't take place in year one um now there's been so there are so many batman books though that what happens is percentage wise the bad books to good books fall way off kilter so being able to throw to a batman who's not even my perfect definition of batman the batman in my head is not tim burton's batman again uses guns kills people in the sequel very comfortable killing people um there there though is something about that version of batman and i've always been good at compartmentalizing different versions of characters and being able to like them for what they are tim burton's batman is a just wonderful wonderful character Th to manage that kind of emo the 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 high level of emo that is tim burton's bruce wayne mm. And then being able to one have, might like, argue that that is custom made for Charlie Boy. So there are definitely the days. But then him able to enjoy cold soup once he learns it's supposed to be cold soup. Yeah, it's man, it's just gazpacho. Let's go, Bruce. It's just I mean, you know what's the went the, around the world didn't know what gazpacho was. The fuck the out thing, of here. The thing for me with the Burton Batman is Burton didn't just give us like a fully formed character. I mean, he did, but he gave us an entire fully formed, defined world. Yeah. He handed us everything. So I would imagine, parcel. yeah, I would imagine that as a performer, you could step in. You're like, I get it. I get it. I know exactly where this is going to go. That's also the reason why, even though they weren't filmed in succession, um, his two flicks were seamless. They, if someone said, yo, they filmed their shits in the same day, I'd be like, mm, yeah, that, <laughs> yeah. that makes sense. Adds or up. they weren't even written uh, uh, consecutively like that. They were so cohesive, mm -hmm. so much so that what came next, this is the debate for another day. Personally, not my cup of tea, but it was so wildly different than what came before. You're like, no, no. This is even more than a variant. This is like, I got pushed with the door and I woke up and, you know, every somebody else is, you know, somebody yeah. else is in, in charge. You're it was talking so about forever and, and Batman and Robin. You're not talking about Batman Returns, obviously. No, no, of course okay. not. Of course not. So, so once again, he, he gave us everything fully formed, fully uh, realized. And that came from the creator. Like he knew precisely what it was going to be. Now, one can argue like, well, yeah, you could have rolled that right into Frankenweenie or, you know, any one of these other projects. But like, that's the reason why certain projects go to certain creators. And, like, you know who will be perfect for this? Fucking Tim Burton. And, and what's interesting, though, is there are times where creators have a vision and it for the general public feels like the vision doesn't match the characters of the world because Snyder just got... 800 hours of three movies and he started off with superman not having a version of superman that necessarily matched whereas tim burton and this dark ass batman 
that there, despite it being poison to me, it's peanut butter and jelly. What it got me, what gets me so excited about it though, is especially lately, with how successful the Marvel films have been, one thing I've accused them of is being afraid to like go for the home run. They'd much rather hit triples because the triples are consistent. They can always make an Ant-Man. They can always yeah. make a Guardians 2. But when they let people go buck, when they have a bad game like Thor 2, and they're like, fuck it, do Ragnarok. And then Ragnarok is like, we're fucking going ape shit. Yeah. We got blazing swords and shit. But that's, that's the benefit of success. Because if you made Ragnarok and that was your first thing out of the gate, you're not getting another bite at the apple. So totally. I can't really blame them for saying, you know what? What Favreau did was aces. Everybody loved it. Let's make 12 more of those. Yeah. And then let's see where we're at. They have such a track. Marvel, I'm talking about. Yeah. Has such a track record of success. Not just financial success. Because as Space Jam 2 will tell you, just because something makes money, doesn't make it good. Oh. Doesn't mean you're going to like it. So Marvel has a track record, yeah, of making money. That's a given. But also as well as of making content that people love and that you can go back to. The entire Marvel Universe is eminently rewatchable. Agreed. And that's one of the best things that I could possibly say about uh, Burton's Batman creation. You could go back and rewatch that. You could rewatch it six months after it first came out. You could watch it six years after the fact. You could watch it today after this podcast is over and it holds up. It's dynamite. It's just super duper entertaining. And it's very interesting too. Like he created a lot of stuff. Like he, there wasn't a black clad Batman before Burton. And now that is the norm. Yeah. Before Burton, Batman was in the gray and the blue. And and, and you know, there's so many things that tie back to that. But like you were saying, the world he built is so fully formed. You could tell every I want like I'm hoping. And I don't think it'll happen because I, I like to keep the expectations low sometimes. But you really could use Batman 89 to tell every classic Batman story through that Tim that lens window. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. could you imagine a nightfall? Could you imagine a killing joke? Could you imagine a court of owls huh. in the, it would the... be, it would be the Burton take on that, on that content. Right. So you, you wouldn't, you, it wouldn't look that familiar. It would have like a, there would be a certain element of familiarity about it, but it would still be, the Burton stamp, right? That's why I'm so excited. You know, like we I don't know if you were joking about it. I'm legitimately very excited on this comic book version of the Burton Two-Face because Two-Face... No, I legitimately I mean, so we excited. Were, we were just talking about it, how like Batman's rogue gallery, rogue gallery is, you know, each individually, they're a reflection of him in one capacity or another. Like if you took a rock to the mirror... Each one of those shards are different reflections of Bruce Wayne. Man, that's deep. I just thought and, of that shit on the fly. Wow. And also just, just that performer, the actors that they chose 
have very distinct uh they they brought very good performances and also mm-hmm. they're very distinct characters and very they have specific voices and the sure. idea of writing that version of two-face the way it would have been potentially performed gets me all excited and it had me yeah. thinking it's like a little kid game it it yeah exactly right and it had me go back and i read a ton of the of the batman 66 specifically the arc where they introduced their version of harley quinn and it was just awesome and then Big it hit. had me just awesome. then it oh, had slow. me just yeah. think Sparrow. about <laughs> then it had me thinking about how sad I was because the original sequel to Batman 66, they were supposed to do Superman 78, which was going to pick up in the Christopher Reeve universe and tell more yeah. stories there. And it just never got kind of out of the gate. But now... Well, hopefully this is going to be, you know, this is going to be like tune. a green light maker because there's so many of those continuations that I would fucking love but to that, see. There's yeah. so much meat on the bone that has been like, well, Thanksgiving's over. Clear the table. You're like, nah, nah, nah. The, well, there's some good pickings there. I mean, in my case, yeah, it's like a cranberry cranberry sauce sandwich. But whatever it is, but it's still tasty. Still tasty. Still delicious. Like, oh. Well, it had me really thinking of what live action movies or even live action television, mm. because there was a Smallville comic, let's say. But what, because I know you don't like that, but what what worlds would you like to see come back in the form of the bud? Like the budgets for comic books are so much lower. Ellis's um, answer is my answer also. <laughs> Ellis is like the MVP <laughs> of throwaway lines. God bless you, Ellis. Uh, he's he, Ellis says for the people just listening, he wants a Superman 78 side story about the pimp. Me too, buddy. Me too. Saint Jim. But Saint John, Jim. I'll start you off because uh, obviously these franchises, we're talking about a distinct look, a distinct attitude, a distinct feel that the current iterations in the comic book world, if they have one, don't necessarily match it. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is an evergreen franchise. It's been making money since it came out. It's going to make money till we're all long in the day. Did you just call the Turtles... An evergreen franchise. Obviously, they're green, Charlie. They're turtles. I hate you. Uh, but the the movie from the 90s. Why don't you say that they're oh they're a kicking franchise? Yeah. Yeah, we know they are. They're hate- also as well as ninjas. I hate your guts. Yeah. And teenagers and cool but rude. Uh, Cowabunga! But, but taking the 90s Turtles movie and basing a comic on that would feel a lot more like The Last Ronin than most of the mainline Ninja Turtle books. There was an edge. There was, again... So you, you don't want to see them in feudal Japan? I that don't wasn't enough? You didn't like that? just, like, lime green, poorly crafted costumes? I don't. Jim, Han- Jim Henson or Bust, damn it. But I would pay stacks of money to see <laughs> to see the um, i'm just thinking of jim henson putting out a turtles flick as like the, his last earthly deed just Raphael sitting on a log with a banjo <laughs> why are there so many songs about kung fu damn it <laughs> Damn it. That's the thing I want. But what would you want to, to <laughs> resurrect in comic book form? What do you feel like you, has a strong enough... You know what's really funny is... um, 
So we broach this topic like we, we inside, you know, a little bit behind the curtain. We throw each other like a little nugget like, hey, I want to talk about this. You want to talk about that. And then combined, we're going to talk about this. And boom, now we have a show. So Charlie threw to me. He's like, all right, so Batman, uh, you know, the Batman comics going to come out. It's going to be going to continuation of the Burton things. Like, what kind of shit would you like to see? So my mind, my wheels were turning even more about my uh, my particular topic, which was good uh, because I needed a reshift. And I started like, oh, what about this? This would be dope. As I went along, Charlie, almost exclusively, they were made. Dark Horse is a monster of picking up the ball where somebody else left it. Not that they dropped it, but just like, well, game's over for us. And Dark Horse, I'll take it. And they pick it up and they run with it. So so my mind was like, oh, I would love to see the in-between. Well, not even like the after because we got an after, which was a little whack in my concern, uh, my consideration. Um, I was like, I want to see the in-between of my crew of Serenity. Oh, oh, they made that? Oh, cool, 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 cool. Oh, you know what I would really love? Like a military-esque continuation Tell, tell us, keep telling the story of what happened for Starship Troopers. Oh, oh, they that they made that also. They made that too. All right, cool, 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 cool. So that went on and on and on and on. But ultimately, uh, even like some of my favorite creators, Neil Gaiman, like he can fart, and I'm like, mm, that smells so good. You're so gifted. So my, I've been saying, uh, uh, so I've been gifted. saying for a while, uh. Uh, I want to see his uh, uh, Ananasi boys or Ansisi boys. The pronunciation escapes me. You're the um, one I would love to, to see. Out. I would love to see that uh, adapted. And I was even saying, like, my poor guy Finn from Star Wars, like, he's been crowing so much. Like, here's the type of project that would be perfect for him. He's even English. He's a British motherfucker. And they were like, oh, that, oh, Amazon's, Amazon's making that? All right, great, great, great. So Charlie's clearly going to talk about this topic all by himself, but I finally came up with one, and I think it is a banger, and it needs to happen. I want the powers that be that are listening, hear me now. I want a continuation of the TV series of American Gods. Hear me out. Hear me out. Now, I know... We have gotten a comic book adaptation, straight adaptation of Neil Gaiman's seminal work, American Gods, the novel. I know that, and it's beautifully done, and it's faithfully done. But the show, however, is different. They did, and with Neil Gaiman's participation and blessing, they did different things. They, I don't know, they introduced new character, like a certain Ashley Reyes. So, a uh, friend of the show. Animated so, Sign me up. I would love to see the continuation. And that show, sadly, was canceled. So, as of right now, who knows what can happen in the future. But as of right now, we're not going to see the continuation of that version of American Gods. And I am so into American Gods. One of my absolute favorite creations of all time in any capacity. I want to see how that... That variant of the American God story plays out. Give it to me in comic book form if I can't get it in any other form. If I had my druthers, give it to me on the big screen. Give it to me on another network. I want to see, you know, I want to see it play out because I love 
the performances, Ashley, Ian McShane, you know, all personal friends of mine. Um, but if I have, if the only way that I'm going to get it is in four color funny book version, give it to me that I want it. Yeah. Give that, it to me. that is an absolute great one. I'm almost out of time. I'm just going to rattle some off. I want to hear what you think oh, about shit. it. Came with a bunch. Wesley Snipes is blade. So I know we're getting a new blade. I need Wesley Snipes <laughs> just smiling, hamming it up not, to the camera. Not sticky fingers blade like that show I mean, that, there was at least two episodes. Yeah, that show hurt my feelings. Mainly because Blade has hair. I'm just kidding. I don't give a shit. Uh, I'm sure Blade's someone... rap is like, vampire, stick it to him. Ugh! Sticky fingers does not mess around, son. And now... then you're going to give him a sword? Mm, that's trouble. Now I do want that. Uh, he's <laughs> He's had comic books before, but none directly tied in to what felt like continuing the movie universe, but I would love a proper RoboCop comic book series. I would uh, love a proper Terminator well, RoboCop, they comic have put, series. It's funny that you say it because RoboCop, they have, it's like a, um, not even celebrity boxing, but like the, the MTV uh, claymation version. They used to put like, uh, they used to put certain, certain people against each other. They have put poor RoboCop up against every damn body under the sun. And I'm, I don't remember if it was IDW. I think they're the ones who really ran with it. it was Robo must Horse. be tired. Yeah. Robo must be like, damn, son, get me get me an oil can and a screwdriver because I need a brick. Bring over some baby food while you're at it because mm, I got to rest my dogs. Yeah, there there have been a lot of them, but but having read them all, the one thing I feel like I've never properly gotten, I'll even allow them to consider RoboCop 2 part of the story, although there's not a lot well, of should. RoboCopiness RoboCop in it. RoboCop 3 was, was yeah, let's get rid of the so. let's get rid of the samurai. But I would love this idea of this guy finding his humanity while he's a fucking cyborg cop. Sign me up. And what's yeah. great about comic books, and I, again, Wesley Snipes' Blade, I want to see a lot of vampires getting killed in interesting ways. But a RoboCop <sighs> comic series on the heels of RoboCop 2 can be mostly this like beautiful think piece that just occasionally has people's dicks getting shot off my dear brother though hold yes. on to your dick tight because we gotta pay some bills and today's Damn. episode is Already? not is not brought to you by manscape it's not brought to you by blue chew it's brought to you by close personal friends that we can truly vouch for <laughs> my dear brother take Sorry. it away who's our first sponsor this week all I know is this: you had those, those unsolicited sponsorships, like right there. Uh, if that camera could pan around, mm, I, I'm worried what might be on that desk. But without question, right here on Facebook Gaming, do not miss Sergeant Finesse. He does two streams a day. He got outstanding gaming content, supported games, giveaways, contests. Don't be a sucker. Check him out today. Throw him a like, a follow. Consider becoming a supporter. Hell, if you wanted to, you could even gift a sub. If you need a pick-me-up, though, real, real simple. Follow the white rabbit down to sneakenergy.com. Mmm, so good. Mm, that's a good burger. No, that's a different movie. Um, <laughs> It's really delicious. Use code SGT at checkout. If you're looking for some fresh new gear, I happen to have on some ooh, ooh, bad Mary original official swag now this particular shirt 
If you missed it, you missed it. But you won't miss anything for Sergeant Finesse if you go over to geekunleash.com. See, Charlie, that is a that's a throwaway. That that's that's Charlie-esque on that one. That's Use code good. Sarge at checkout there when Sarge is on deck. Ooh, you salute. <laughs> nice. Oh, look at him. That's a good, that's a solid impersonation. That's a man who has seen many of those videos. But speaking of videos, right now, one of my absolute favorite bands, Bad Mary, has dropped their brand new single on all of the internet. It's on YouTube, but you can find it on all their social media at Bad Mary Band. You can support them financially. Over on patreon.com forward slash bad Mary band. My favorite part is you can hear them on every single music streaming service anywhere in all of the interwebs. Bad Mary band, baby. You need more music in your life. Let them be that music. Nice. How's that? Is that some, some new copy? I like it. That is. I like to change it. Charlie. Charlie's been doing some writing on the crappy A. <laughs> My dear I love brother. It. Are you ready That's me. for me to start your time? And also, big shout out. Who is, we know that Schmoptimum Palm Line uh, is terrible and they stink on ice. Who the heck is your cell phone provider? Because so far, holding strong. <laughs> I don't mean to jinx it, but but someone's doing work for you. And I appreciate your palm um, pilot. Again, I don't like to give out free uh, props. So let's just say it uh, rhymes with Flint wireless oh my god the gi joe flint has a cell phone service that's dope he would are you ready for me to start your time you know what i'm actually not because you know your topic was very up and i i got excited chubbed up a little bit from it so um thanks bluetooth my my topic is very specific so let me as a performer i do need to get into the zone and as their mutual trailer would have us know there are experts in the field so i'm gonna emulate them <clears throat> lion face Rawr! lemon face Mwah! salty face oh no start my time uh, it started oh i do not like how deep those eyebrows just went oh no for those of you listening john just took a heavy swig of his adult beverage no What's wrong? I hope that those parties that I'm referring to right now are listening. Because if you're not listening, well, first and first, mostly, I wouldn't be surprised. Because you're about some ignorant some bitches. And if you listen or watch this show, you would at least know something. You would know something. You would at least know that you don't know shit. And I got news for you. Knowing that you don't know shit is at least something. So you got that going for you, which is nice. <laughs> but these dumb mother suckers out there, Charlie, I am so tired. You would think that they all work for Flop the Moon Flop Online because they are suckers to the 10th degree i'm sick of it charlie we have come into our own and i'm not talking about this little podcast i'm not talking about this little video show we all tee hee hee we have a good time on comic book days that's a given 
I'm talking about we, the collective we, the us in U.S. comics, okay? Out of many, one. I'm talking about us, the nerds, the geeks, the one-time basement dwellers. We've all been there, right? On comic book day, we would, ooh, we would run to our local shop. We would jump on a little bike. Ooh, pedal, pedal, pedal. We couldn't wait for that next installment of four color funny books. And we sat there and we uh, 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 and we went through the, 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 the garbage paper pages. We couldn't wait. And the second we were done reading, the very next thing, the obvious common sense thing to do is like, I need to now talk to like-minded individuals about what I just ingested. Right, you had a big meal. Oh, you want to sit back, open up your pants wide, and stick your hand on there like two, three inches. Not so much that you get in trouble at church, but just enough that you feel it. Like you, oh, I feel that little food baby. Right, that's all you want to do. So you can't wait to share the joy. Right, we share joy. I got news for you, folks. Share joy, swallow, gulp your disappointment. Shut up! Shut up! Nobody cares. Look, I tell everybody, oh, I'm into comic books. I love capes and superpowers and magic and big, big guns. Oh, I love it. And they're like, hey, you know what? You're a geek. But I can at least appreciate your enthusiasm. When I say, oh, I read comic books, I spend all this money about stories of stuff that didn't happen and couldn't ever happen. And every once in a while, uh, a little moral works its way into my brain. Like, mm, I don't know, like it's bad to kill. That's an important one, folks. Start writing stories like that is bad to kill just for me. Okay. Yeah. So when I read them and I buy them and I come here and I talk about them, People listen. They don't always agree with me, but that's fine. We can have conversations about it. But Charlie, you know who I'm talking about. I'm talking about the dum-dums that only have rancor, right? They are toxic. And I got news for you. If you think that I'm talking about you, I am. You six-piece chicken McNobody. Shut up! What have you ever created? Nothing. You're a consumer. You're a locust. So you go about your business just looking for things to shoot down. If you don't like it, fine. If you want to tell me, hey, John, I read this, I watched this, I saw that, I didn't like it. Okay. Well, I happen to like it. I'm sorry that you didn't. Or... Maybe we're in agreement. Ah, uh, you know what would have been cool? I wish they would have done this, that, or the other thing. I'm not talking about that demographic. That's just human nature. Charlie and I do that, my very own uh, variant, all the time. Charlie's like, Smallville's great. I'm like, you are a dumbbell. <laughs> it's not great. But that's fine. We can have those conversations out of love. Sometimes Ellis thinks, yeah, Ellis, you're, you're right. I was going to say sometimes Ellis is wrong, but clearly he's not. Ellis is always right. Um, sometimes people just want to be negative. They will watch something. They'll ingest something specifically, like almost hoping that it tastes like doodle. And I'll tell you, Charlie, what lit this fire. And whew, whew, 
call the authorities because it is smoking back there. I am on fire. I'm hot. Okay? Charlie and I still, I acknowledge the game's been around a while. Charlie and I still play a game, little game, maybe you heard it, called Red Dead Redemption 2 Electric Boogaloo Online. And you know why? Because we live in a very fast-paced world. Everything's flying by at a million miles an hour. And every once in a while, I like to take my time, jump on my horse, ride through. <laughs> Just ride through a little beautiful landscape. And yeah, sure, maybe murderize 50, 60, 100 bad guys, though. Not good guys. Yeah, but they were all bad. Yeah, I agree with Arnold. I kill guys in video game form, but what? they're bad guys. It's what happened fine. To, what happened to he Killing's bad? Charlie, they're bad guys, I said. All right, and I'm not a superhero. I have a cowboy hat, not a cape. Okay? Don't, don't make me put you with the other people. So anyways, after many long months, uh, Red Dead Online came out with new DLC. And it's for the summer. And the way that they did it, I don't want to get into too much because this isn't a video game show, but the way that they did it, as opposed to past downloadable content reveals, um, rather than giving it to you all at once, ergo 100 levels, they give, they're drip-feeding it to us. They're, they're slowly rolling it out 25 at a time with the intention that we don't gorge ourselves and finish everything overnight and be like, yeah, now what? You know what? Now what? Just go over to GTA and go blow up helicopters and run over prostitutes and rob banks because that's what you really want to do. You want 100 miles an hour. There are those options. Don't say, I want this, and then go looking for that. That's my point. And it's unfortunate. Now, if that happens to be the case in GTA, like people are using their voices in that that community, the only people that you hear are the, the, the minority, the loud, squeaky wheel minority, because the vast majority of people who are like, mm, I like it. But they, they, they're quiet about it. They yeah. don't need a rant like this to be like, ah, oh, shit, I loved it. It was amazing. No. Was it perfect? No. Were there certain things that I would have liked to see them do? Yes. Uh, were there certain things that I was hoping for that didn't happen or at least haven't happened yet? Mm, yeah, absolutely. But that don't mean I'm not going to play it. And I got news for you. The people who have a lot to say about it in the negative are still playing it too. So if you don't like it, don't play it. And it is completely applicable to this comic book world. I am so tired of the same voices. Mm, this sucked. Oh, Loki was too short. You know why Loki was six episodes? To go backwards a little bit. Because six episodes was all that it needed to tell that particular story. They had a story to tell. And they told it to you. In six episodes, if you would tell that same story and drag it out over 10 episodes, what would those people be saying, Charlie? Too they say, long. Yeah, Loki's so boring. boring. Nothing happens. They just stand around talking. Shut up. Shut up, you chicken McNobody. Nobody cares. Loser. You're so hot. I love it. Shut up. Uh, Lit, but literally, no, you're not impressing anybody. You're not like I don't know what it is that these mm, that these dum dums. You could call them dipshits. What is it they think they're doing? 
I'm like, I, I'm gonna complain. I'm gonna it. complain. I'm gonna be loud. I'm gonna say no. That was bad. And then they're gonna throw a parade for me down the canyon of heroes. No, they're not. As as little as they wanted to talk to you before, now they're gonna want to talk to you even less. They're not gonna want to hear from you ever. You're like, oh, fire in the building. They're like, I oh, shut up. You only have negative things to say. Oh shit, no. <laughs> Yeah, it does kind of smell. Maybe it's a barbecue, but maybe we should leave the building. Like, that's what you're going to be. You you need to... We, we talked about this before, and I'm going to throw it to you, because I know you have opinions about it, too. We talked about the, the villain stories, right? The best villain stories, they tell you how this person became a villain, right? Like, one of the most villainous villains that there is, Magneto. Like, Magneto, he's a dick. He gives poor Professor X... A hard time. The man's in a wheelchair. Give him a break, Magneto. You could fly, damn it. You got a bullet-shaped helmet. Come on. You got a beautiful head of white hair. I know. I know how it is, bro. Okay? I'm not going to be a dick to I, Professor X. I'm going to be nice to him. I want to read your there's a reason. comic so bad. Where there's a reason. Just like him alone. He's having a rough day. <laughs> Magneto. Somebody says to you, like, yeah, Magneto's a, a dick. He's not being cool. But also, as well as his parents died in the Holocaust. He got dragged away as a little kid. That's how his powers all could be. You're like, ooh, I get it. You know, fuck Professor X, you bald bastard. Like, you get it. You get it. But these people have no traumatizing backstories they're they're they have the power now so we used to be embarrassed we used to lower our voices sitting at the lunchroom table like oh talking about x-men oh talking about superman like oh don't let anybody overhear the geeky shit i'm into now that makes all the money all the biggest best movies are about comic books we have the big seat we have the ability as comic book nerds to be like, Haha, isn't that so awesome? High five. Right. But no, only only like a small demographic of us do that. The rest of us like, mm, welcome to the party, pal. This is stupid. This the comic book was better. Shut up. Shut up. Nobody wants to hear that. What are you doing? This is why you were in the basement, because you belong there. Oh, shit. John, that was a 12-minute rant, and I love it so much, I want to frame it. Holy shit. I, I That went all sorts of places. We're raging on a Holocaust survivor. We're calling Professor X a bald, crippled prick. I did not know what the fuck was going on, but I loved it. And one thing I know for a fact is the last 18 months did nothing but add fuel to that fire. And yet... Compared to three, four years ago, the difference is I'm not seeing anyone getting street cred for being this, like, no. mustache-twirling heel who never talks about the shit they love. And instead... Thank you. Oh, my God. Thank you for saying that. never, ever go that road. And and just before you hop back on the ranch... No, no, no. Please, please. God, that was the most... That was the most delicious meal I've had in 18 I got a lot of more for you. Come on. I loved it. My prediction? Bang! (laughs) But one thing that I can't help but always notice, and I talk about it a lot, is 
and again, all jokes aside, but like the, the my second favorite part Nobody's of Nobody's joking. Wednesday, this is dead serious, no, no. bro. I, my second or third favorite part, depending on the quality of the books, of every Friday, of every Wednesday. Wednesdays are my favorite day of the week. Because on yes. Wednesdays, we do this show, I get a stack of comics, and I get to watch fucking AEW, which has brought me joy now for two consecutive years. They AEW just sold out, all but sold out, Arthur Ashe Stadium. They just got over a million people watching their little Wednesday night show. And you know what people were saying on Twitter the next day? They were saying... Well, Tony Khan probably bought all the seats at Arthur Ashe. Well, their rating is only good because the playoff game that was also on wasn't that interesting. There are people who cannot verbalize. They can't verbalize why they love Roman Reigns. So instead they try to say Kenny Omega sucks. They, these people crazy. are boring. I want you to cast your mind back. Okay. And I, I know I know it's not going to be tough for you because you're basically a big baby. Um, as a little kid, you ever like hanging around the older kids? Just like lucky circumstance. You think you're like, mm, I shouldn't be here. But you are, right? And they're talking about this. Uh, they're talking about racing for pinks, and they're talking about like you know the gang, uh, the gang fight behind the hill at school. And you're like, I peed my pants last night. Like I have <laughs> no nothing to contribute to this. So you're like, you know what sucks? Sesame Street. Fucking count. What are you always counting for? Am I right? Am I right? Big Bird's a dick. Bird, you big bird. That's what those people are. Right, they are people, and this is just my humble opinion, but I'm often right, and I think that I'm right here again. These are people, they lack the social skills. And especially now when we're all basically at the table. It used to be like, well, close the door, I'm home now. No, we're always now at the party, right? Because of online and because of social media and because of our connectivity, we can text somebody. I'm watching this. This is bullshit. Look, I can throw this sucks. I hate this. That was dumb with the best of them. But I do two things. And I encourage people. Not often do I say, do this like me. In this circumstance, be like John. Okay? LeBron should have been more like Mike. like John. LeBron should have been more like Mike when he made Space Jam. In this case, be more like John, and I promise you, you're going to get along better with the peoples, okay? If you, like Charlie said, if you throw out one I hated, fill in the blank, match it. Match it with a, but I loved this. It is going to make you literally and figuratively, I said it at least three times today. It's going to make you a more well-rounded person. Nobody wants you to yuck, as Charlie says. Everybody's yum. Because if you get up on your fucking soapbox and you're like, this sucked, I hated this, and a person's like, well, 
I liked it. And you know what's even worse, Charlie? You know what's even worse than my I hate it. I hate it. Tell I me, hate tell it. Tell me. That is even more palatable than this sucks. Does it does it suck? Or did you just not like it? Does it suck? Or were you just disappointed? Does it suck? Or would you have had it end differently? There's a big difference there. And one of the biggest, there's multiple differences, but the biggest difference is one is a conversation ender. One is a conversation starter. And I, If and you I... find that nobody wants to talk to you, it's because you go around town ending conversations. Dumb, dumb. Clucking away. Clucking, clucking, clucking. You dummy. You know what's what's amazing too is uh, they, they also do this very interesting thing where they make up facts mm. and they just throw out like people. I read an article today and it was has Kevin Smith's He-Man headline. He read a headline already run out of steam. And the article posits a world in which this author was able to travel to a universe in which the hype train continued and was able to gauge online interest compared to reality. Now, John, can I ask you a weird question? I wish you would. Is it possible to travel to the multiverse in which people are talking about something more or less. Let me give you a second example. A dear Please. friend of mine once, while watching a wrestling show, goes, fuck Sting. And I go, the musician? Because <laughs> he clearly meant the wrestler. And he said, this guy's not moving the needle at all. What a waste of money. And I go, how much did they pay him? And he goes, well, it must have been a lot. I was like, but you don't know? And he was like, but it had to have been a lot. Like, had it? Also, as well as, how are the ratings without Sting? And he goes, Charlie, this is, they'd be the this, same. The fuck this, out of here. Oh, yeah, you can't yeah. make up shit. Let me, let me pull out of my back pocket a, a fact simply because it jibes with my bullshit hypothesis. Now, here's the thing. I Tell don't me. want it to come across... Like I'm singling out comic book fans because I'm I'm not. It's nerds it, of it all runs the game. A hundred percent. Now here's the thing too. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're an eleven out of ten. I don't care if you're the smartest cat or, or kitten on the block. I don't care if you're the tallest, you're the smallest, if you're the most or the least talented. I don't care what variant of me that you might be. We are all nerds for something. That's a t-shirt. Patent Done. pending copycat. We're copycat? all nerds. Copyright. We're all nerds for something. Charlie is a nerd for looking for any small uh, mess up that I make live on my like, ha, 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 I got that. I got him. Fucking variant. Get out of here. Where's Miss Minutes? Get, get this motherfucker. Zap him. So anyway, we're all nerds for something. I don't care if you're nerds for Housewives shows. I don't care if you're a nerd for Broadway. 
I don't care if you're a nerd for Jane Austen uh, novels. I don't care if you're a nerd for 80s cartoons. I don't care if you're a nerd for finance, science, whatever. Turtles, yeah, I guess. Pizza, pizza, yeah. Everyone's a fucking nerd for pizza. Look, we're all nerds for something. But if your fandom, if it's requisite to tear things down, you're in the wrong group, bro. You're in the wrong group. Like, I will often say, we don't get political here. We don't talk about politics. We don't talk about religions. We don't talk about, like, anything moralistic above the fact that, like, well, superheroes, they shouldn't kill or they shouldn't want to kill, at least my personal opinion. But it's happened to be right. But if your group that you look around and you find yourself in, whatever the circumstances might be, if their main function is, if you're a mean girl, right, and you got to wear pink on a certain day, and your job is to be a douche to other people, you're in the wrong group, son. You got to move on. You got to pick a different table in the lunchroom because your table sucks. I it's posit, toxic. I uh, I would like to introduce to the, the people. Uh, I will henceforth, when someone just hates on shit for the fun of it, I'm just going to be like, oh, so you're a mean girl? And I'm not going to give, I'm just going to be like, what day do you guys wear pink? Or yeah, yeah, exactly. Fucking oh, AEW so weak. Sorry, Regina George. Sorry, I like it. I'm sorry that you don't like it. Not I for think anything, it's kind of fair. Just so you know, just so you know, butter is a carb. That's what, that's what I'm saying, right? We see it all the time, Charlie. And again, it's not just comic books. It's of course comic books. But it's also as well as comic book movies. It's comic book TV shows. Oh, Black Widow. Oh, the, the second about- week drop-off was so huge. Well, yeah, dum-dum. If someone home. wanted to see it in the theater, they did. And if they wanted to watch it at home, they could. So what do you care? And also, we don't know what, what the, the drop off We would don't know be. what the Disney Plus, how well, many doesn't, ticket goers. None of it matters. That's, that's not a conversation. Cool. See what the Mets did last night? That's a conversation. Well, like, I was oh, going to say. Is starting a conversation with me. They're not ending a conversation with me. Because you don't know. Maybe I have my black window under ruse on underneath my, my fucking power suit. I'm like, ah. Oh, all right, cool. So I guess we're not going to talk about Black Middle. Thanks a lot, bro. One gal, thing whoever. one thing I absolutely love that you just oh. brought up was some of the biggest goddamn nerds of all time. Fucking sport fans. And I count oh. myself a mu- I listened to we're WFAN the, the other day. And holy shit, have they ever taken a phone call on the fan that was anything positive? The Mets have been dropping loads in cities across America. (laughs) And we had one bad week of news. And suddenly everyone was like, burn it all. (laughs) Burn it all down. We are fucked. The sky is falling. Now, look, I happen with my sports teams across the board. I happen to live in a place of like, well, the shoe is probably going to drop. But I'm not telling anybody, don't watch. Don't watch. The, the sports channel, don't watch SNY, don't watch Yes, it's falling apart. No, I, I'm thinking it, but I'm like, <laughs> enjoy that, sucker. Like, that's that's what cool people do. Be cool like me. Be Magneto. You understand what I'm saying? 
trying to take over the world and make yourself your yeah. own country with mutants. I get yeah, it. I yeah, think fine. I think all of this boils down to a very important question, and that's John. What did you think of the Tomorrow War? Charlie, uh, I don't mind telling you. You know what? I'm gonna do a nice insult sandwich. <laughs> I didn't like it. I did like that science was the good guy. There, there. If you had to summarize that movie, they're like, "Science is right. Believe in science." <laughs> I would say nowadays that's a perfectly viable, healthy message to get across. Yeah, do you have to slug through like uh, uh, two hours and change <laughs> of mostly rip-off moments? Yeah, you do. But if you come away with like, you know what? Science is the good guy. Science then you is... did, you came away with something, you, a little nugget of yum in a yuck soup. So science, and, uh, science is real. And so is my believe science adoration of my brother. Damn, John, have I ever, not since popcorn have I enjoyed salt that much for my dear brother, the CEO and co-founder of U.S. Comics. I am the COO and co-founder of U.S. Comics. My dear brother, what a great episode, but there is only one way that we end each and every episode of U.S. Comics. And my dear friend, this week it's going to look a little bit different. But why don't you tell the nice people how we end these shows, baby? Oh, it's so simple, and it's one of my favorite things to do. First, you got to go to the drawer. Then you got to open it up. Then you got to take your T-shirt out, fluff it out, put it on so the world can see your bad Mary pride. Then you got to turn the power on. You got to turn the volume up. Tune bad Mary in. Open up the window wide and scream out into the night sky. Save me, space girl. We are. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me, excuse me. I've got to be careful. It's like a big thing. You're standing on my neck. You're standing on my neck. You're standing. Nothing is like I planned it. So funny. I must be on another planet. La 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 la.
La 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 la